Um, hey, everybody, thank you so much for coming. Hey, hey, I enjoyed that, Scott. Thank you. Can we, uh, can we get, like, a, an applause track to put in there so that we can have, like, maybe, like, a bunch of, like, nine-year-olds just cheering really loudly? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, go, Hunter. Yeah. That's very weird that you would specifically say nine-year-olds. Well, <laughs> young children, you know what I mean, in a very non-sexual way. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, say, don't be calling me Roman Polanski, Scott. I was about to... <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a very film reference so if you guys if you guys don't get that reference go ahead and google it uh, guys thank you so much for listening uh you can go and subscribe to us here on soundcloud at the real pineapple 775 and like us on facebook and follow me on twitter at j hunter real pineapple and follow scott at nearman the first guys thank you so much for listening uh we're going to talk about i don't know if it's going to make my top list but Actually, that, that's a lie. It'll, it'll be in my top list. It might be low, but it's going to make my list. Uh, we're talking about Finding Dory. So, real quick review here of Finding Nemo. Um, so, fun fact, I hadn't seen Finding Nemo until two weeks ago. Blasphemy. I, yeah, I, I know. I well, Okay, so, to be fair, <laughs> to, to, to defend myself a little bit here, uh, my little, uh, one of my little sisters, uh, I used to coach her basketball team. And so, the, the team, they're like when things were going bad or whatever, they would just say, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep... And Scott, you have to understand, like 12, like 8-year-old girls saying that in unison every fucking practice you have, it, it would drive you borderline insane. And you had no idea what the reference was. Yeah, so then when I, like... Well, I knew what the reference was because I finally looked it up. I was like, oh, mm. I'm never watching Finding Nemo as long as I live. But, so that just ruined it for you. It really did, but then... You know, everyone told me, hey, it's really good. I'm like, oh, all right. And I got to say, man, as far as the rating, I'd give it a fan-fucking-tastic. I think that movie is one of Pixar's best. It's right behind It's a classic, for sure. It really is. It it would probably go Toy Story 2, Incredibles, and then Finding Nemo for me. Like I, I, I adore Finding Nemo. It's so well done. And the first five minutes when Coral dies, I was like, Pixar, what are you doing? I'm yeah. like, we're five minutes in. So, going into Finding Dory, uh, to say the bar was really set high <laughs> would be a huge understatement. So, uh, not to give away my rating, but while it's not as good as Finding Nemo, I it was a lot better than I thought it would be, if that makes sense. For sure, I totally get it. So, yeah, let's kind of just get into the plot here. So, basically... Uh, the plot is really simple, actually. So basically, Dory, um, basically, she's kind of just swimming around, hanging out with uh, with Marlin and Nemo, and she kind of has this uh, she has this trigger that takes her back to her childhood that makes her remember her parents, and it really is about her um, realizing she remembering her family, and it's about her going back across the ocean to go ahead and find the family family that she forgot she had. And I gotta admit, for some reason, like, this movie did a good job of, like, how do I put this, of, in the first movie, playing off her illness in a way that didn't seem mean-spirited. But then in this movie, it played off it in a way that was very serious and real, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, like her her memory loss you're talking about. 
Yeah, like the way they were able to flip the script, I was actually really impressed with how they did that. And it, it seemed... It, it really seemed effortless, to be totally honest. It's very seamless, for sure. And it was didn't seem forced at all, because that's, that's who Dory is, and that's kind of her character in the first one. And they just kind of ran with that. And it led to really good places, and they led to... I mean, the ocean is such, like, a large canvas to work with, and... You can do so many different things with it, and Pixar alone is so good at coming up with storylines and emotional um, plots that, you know, you can almost, it kind of led to itself, this movie. So, you know, it's it's another another Pixar great, you know. It's, it's like I, I totally agree with you, not as good as Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo for me is one of those classics. And I saw it in a time that I was... Young enough to, well, not that young, but young enough to really appreciate it and kind of really, really enjoy it as a, a youngster. But, um, yeah, I really like this. I mean, Ellen DeGeneres is really good at a at voice acting. She's one of the better voice actors that I've heard in a while, especially, especially through Disney. Um, yeah. Um, I got to say, so I, I love Ellen, like, even when she's has Taylor Swift on, and it's like, oh my god, you're so wonderful, and I just want to throw up into a bucket. Uh, I just love Ellen. Like, how do you not love Ellen? I mean, she she's just wonderful. She, she comes out, she actually can dance, unlike most white people. Uh, she, 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 she's just, she's she loves really, dancing, that's for she does, sure. And she's just fun. Like, it's really hard to not watch her show or just see her and not be like, oh my god, I actually feel instantly a little more cheerful, and She's married to Portia de Rossi. God damn it. It still makes me sad. What a shame she's lesbian. But anyways, um, but she's an incredible voice actor. You're told you hit the nail right on the head. Um, when she has to kind of deliver the like emotional impacts of this movie, because it does really all run through her. I mean, just even the way she makes her like, voice quiver and stuff like that. I was, I was so impressed with the way she portrayed Dory this time around. And she really gets to kind of show her range um, as a voice actress, to the point I really, I'm not gonna lie, I might have been tearing up towards the end of the movie. Um, so, spoiler alert, by the way, for this movie. So, at the end of the movie, she finds her parents, and Scott, I knew it was coming the whole time. You know she's gonna find her parents, but when, uh, when her mom's like, you found your own way out, Jenny, who, who's voiced by Diane Keaton, which I was like, oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. But when she tells her, like, you found your way home in your own special way, I was like, come, Pixar! <laughs> you got it, me again. Yeah, it, it gave me the feels, man, I won't even lie. It, it, it just, it was, it was just, it was so sweet. And when it flashes back to her as, a, like, a little, you know, a little, uh, a little fish. Um, <laughs> a little baby uh, fish. Yeah, a little, little, little gup. Uh, <laughs> when it flashes back to that, um... It's so endearing, just, like, the little bits and pieces she's able to get from her uh, memory. Um, and remember, it was just really, it was really sweet. Um, uh, the character, though, that stole it from me was Hank, who was the octopus, voiced by voiced by Al Bundy himself, Ed O'Neill. Good old Al. Dude, Ed O'Neill was great as Hank. He, he 
was right on that. He was pretty much Al Bundy in octopus form. It was wonderful. He was. How does like, he always nail the emotional stuff too? Like, doesn't he? Don't you feel like he always like has he has that range to be able to like get there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, he's really good at delivering those emotional uh, punches. And when he's such when, an old guy, you know, he's just well, well that too. Fart. Yeah, and then, you know, the fact that, you know, at the, uh, towards the end of the movie, of course, he makes his, you know, character turn, and it actually feels uh, natural, it doesn't feel forced, and I, and I had to admit, I was really impressed that the fact that they were able to really kind of squeeze that in and not have it feel like it was just rammed in, so I gotta, I, I, I gotta give them credit just all around, and uh, can I say Marlon, voiced by the brilliant Al, uh, Al, Albert Brooks? Um, what an asshole. Oh, my God. He's just... No, he's a dick. And all I'll say this whole time, the best thing about this movie is that Nemo is just busting his dad's chops the whole movie. And rightfully so, because because uh, Albert Brooks is being just a dick about about Jory the whole time. But that's time. totally Marlin, you know, the whole the finding Nemo, he was a dick the whole time. Was like, I mean, well, not a, not the whole time because he was looking for him, but he was just like, I don't want to do that shit ever again. You know what? And I would you would think after going through all that, he would be a little nicer, but no, it, it really is Nemo. The whole movie is being like, yeah, that's fine. You said Dory. Like, what does he say? The line where he's like, "Oh, just go, just go over there and forget it's what you do best." I was yeah. like, "Oh, f- I was like, oh, fuck you, dude." <laughs> so Dory, rightfully so, is like, uh, or not, uh, Nemo is like, "Oh yeah, you're just mean to Dory, whatever," and and just guilts him the whole time. Like, you get him, Nemo, <laughs> because your dad's being an asshole. But, uh, but so like, so tell me. Tell me, you said that you thought this one was not quite as good as the first one. Well, how how and why? I just, I guess because I knew it because it's the same plot, basically. Uh-huh. It's and not, not a ton new. No, not a ton new. Um, one thing I will say, it scares me how good Pixar is with their animation. It, it Like, the ocean, you, you said this off mic, the ocean is so vast and so deep. And there's so many things you can do with it, and it takes full advantage uh, of that. Um, there was actually a joke the first time involving Susan Sarandon that I thought, or Sigourney Weaver, that I thought was brilliant. I was, I was dying, uh, where Ellen pretty much name drops Sigourney Weaver, and I was, I was... <laughs> they, they, they always sneak that stuff in. Like, I feel like Pixar is such, they're so funny in not, like, the least cheesy way, you know what I mean? It's not like... I never feel like these are kids' movies. Like, these, to me, every I can watch them throughout my entire life and not think that it's, like, too young or, like, they always kind of have that throwing the joke for the adults or just, you know, just the main story is very mature. Yeah, so, I mean, they did a really good job with that. And, and there was this line, I can't remember, it was, I think it was something about fish, like, fish, and they are like, well, when two fish love each other very much, it was something like that, mm-hmm. and... And I was dying, in, including this reference about um, Hank the octopus uh, missing a tentacle, which they got a surprising amount of mileage out of that made me just mm-hmm. chuckle whenever Dory brought it up. Um, I, it, it, this is actually a really cool message for you know if you have you know o, uh, you know o, OCD or just you know or you do forget like Dory, like this movie really does 
do a good job. I mean, some people say it's heavy-handed. I didn't feel like that. But I thought they did a really good job of being like, hey, if you suffer from things, don't let that define you, you know? Like, you're still special. You can still be an incredible person. And like I said, that line at the end of the movie where it's, it was like, hey, you know, we knew you would remember, so we've been hanging out in the area waiting for you. And I was like, oh, they believe in her. Like, it just... It, it really did warm my heart, and it's good to see something like this every now and then, especially, Lord knows, of all the terrible things that are happening in the news right now. This really did, I gotta admit, lifted my spirits a little bit. I was like, okay, this this legitimately is making me happy. Uh, Scott, your thoughts, sir? Yeah, Pixar knows how to bring it home every time. Um, yeah, little, little Dory was just the cutest thing you've ever seen, um, and like how they tied in the beginning with the way that she comes home is uh really thoughtful. I thought of the the seals, the sea lions that they had were yes, hilarious. They were great. And just like each each animal has their own distinct personality and they don't just throw it out there. They don't just they really humanize each animal specifically so that like if it's a bunch, you know, like a big sea of fish or a big um, big school of fish, they're all kind of like the same because they're all trying to be the same. But if it's, you know, a larger fish, it's a different personality. If it's smaller fish or this kind of fish or a shark, they have different personalities and kind of the thought that they took with each animal and species and things like that, just it, it shows the effort that went into this. And, you know, it's been a while since the first one came out and it it's good. I'm glad to see that the the thought and effort was put into this to to make it right. Yeah, so, I mean, they really did do a good job. I mean, this is not some Cars 2 bullshit where, you know, you just get some really pretty pictures to look at. They really did put time in to have some good jokes and a surprisingly tense, I would say, third act. Uh, they really, there was care put into this. There was love put into this. Um, we, I, you know, go ahead. Uh, well, I just was going to say, I think my only, one of my only gripes was have the, the third act got tense, but I feel like I had a, I feel like they connected the dots quickly or kind of there are too many shortcuts and I was kind of ha- almost having a hard time following like where they were going kind of with, there's a truck that's involved near the end and the the transport is kind of the big to do in this movie is that they need to make it to a certain location and I don't know if it was so much confusing as that it was my only only gripe in the movie is that I feel like the end could have been a little bit more a little bit smoother and it it was a little bit similar to the first one and the characters two of the characters are the same but those were, I think those were probably my only gripes God, you always gotta find something. Hey, you gotta, <laughs> hey, I'm trying to be a fair and balanced reviewer. To to be fair, I I I will I will at least give you that point. It didn't bother me, but I do see your point. Um, man, I sitting here though, I really there was nothing that just I mean irked to me enough to really take me out of it. Um, the one thing I will say, because I don't think we people talk about these movies enough. Man, the short that played before this movie was one of the best shorts I've seen in my life. And I watched quite a few shorts. I thought the short was amazing. 
that they played before this, and I'm, I'm the, trying... The technology to... is, like, the way that they make objects appear wet is, like, incredible to me. The, the, the beginning short kind of really showcased that. Um, man, they just... It's, it's amazing where, where the technology has come. Yeah, uh, P- uh, Piper. That was an AM fit. I want I want to give these. I want to give them their 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 crop uh, their their crops. Good grief, uh, their props. Um, man, you want to talk about just how realistic and how flippin' adorable the whole <laughs> like the whole uh, the whole short is. It it really is cuteness overload, and not in that many sometimes obnoxious like minion sort of way. It was just a genuinely sweet. Just cute thing that you watch and you go, man, I'm actually really ready for the movie. I thought the short was, in its own way, as good as the movie, to be totally honest. I was really impressed with the short. Um, so everyone who was associated with Piper, uh, bravo. Um, so getting to my final thoughts, I thought this was so well done. Uh, Pixar continues to just fine-tune everything and, and get their technology even better and you know, The Good Dinosaur, while it was just a good movie, uh, this shows that Pixar really isn't in a slump, that they're, that they're ready, you know, for what's coming, uh, what's coming up, and, uh, to say that I'm not excited for The Incredibles 2 would be a huge understatement, because I'm really excited for The Incredibles 2. yeah, expectations uh, are very high for that. Yes, they movie. are, so I, I oh, I'm so pumped for that, but, man, this movie was such a solid film, it really did... Uh, make me happy. I don't think I like it as much as Utopia. I'm gonna have to rewatch Utopia before I say that. But uh, this might make my list for best films of the year. So I'm gonna give this a solid A minus. Yeah, I agree with everything you're saying. I I feel like the journey, her journey, she met a lot of the same people, and it like I feel like they could have done a little bit more with that. Um, Maybe I feel like there's so many characters in the first one, so many, so many different characters. Um, but just Pixar kills it, almost you know, nine times out of ten, and this is one of the nine. Um, I think it's an A. Uh, I really, really liked it, and I think it just it flows very nicely with the first one in its own unique way. Um, I like that they went the way of the aquarium and kind of the the caged animal feel with it, um, and just kind of brought to brought to light different animals and different things like that. So yeah, really liked it, Kevin Day. All right, this is a solid call, man. So guys, thank you so much for listening. As I to, uh, as I mentioned, we will have reviews up this weekend for uh, Daredevil season one and two. Um, I will have a solo review on why Jessica Jones may be the best thing that Marvel has done so far. And we have a review uh, coming up for Ghostbusters, which Ghostbusters. I am. Ghostbusters. That was more the, the, the theme song with Ghost Rider. Well, if you, you know what? <laughs> Nick Cage can do what he wants. <laughs> Fair enough. Guys, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.